0: Hi, I'm Ty.
1: Hi, I'm Kioma. Hi, I'm Salone. Hi, I'm Asia, and we are
0: pontificating.
1: Pontificating. Pontificating podcast.
2: Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode of Pontificating. My name is Salone, as you all know, or you should know by now. um We're all look, you know what? Before I even get into what we're talking about, we're still looking for those likes, those subscription, subscribes. Is that what you call it? (laughs) (laughs) We're still looking for all the comments. We're still looking for anything. You know, there's a new feature there. You can also leave your voice uh, commentary if you don't feel like typing. Um, We work very (laughs) hard to put this together. Our schedules sometimes does not work out. So, we worked very hard to put this together for you guys, and we would appreciate if you would interact with us.
3: Thank you.
2: Okay. I, oh, you know what? Follow us and like, subscribe <laughs> again. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Pontificating Pod, or if you want to see what we look like, go to YouTube from the Boroughs Productions. All right.
0: Let's just do a little check in. Okay. You know, as you know, as a resident Aries, I, I it's a new year. It's spring. Everybody's spring cleaning. So I think it would be dope for us to just like check in and like a wish your heart type situation. So, so Asia, how's your heart, babe? How are you? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you know what? I'm okay. I feel like I've been riding neutral for a, for a while now. And for a while, I was writing negative sixteen. Um, so I feel like you know what, as long as I stay neutral. I mean, I would, I would love to be at a ten, right, and just be like everything is great, whatever, whatever. But at this point, I'm taking just coasting and getting things done, and you know, not having random panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and <laughs> just like getting things done, making it to work, uh, completing the podcast, you know, doing other stuff. So. I am in a very neutral place, um, which gives me hope <laughs> and definitely doing the podcast has been fun and like something to look forward to even like the editing part. And like, I, I, though I have no desire to work, I also hate like too much downtime. Um, you know, so the, the things that keep me busy have been, uh, very enjoyable and yeah, I'm looking forward to the weather getting better. I'm looking forward to summertime. I'm looking forward to being outside, and to see what else the world has to offer me this year and this life.
2: <laughs> yeah, this life. Yeah. Well said.
1: All right, Kioma. Uh,
3: what's on your heart? Um, what is on my heart? Um, I think finding um, some sort of balance um is where I've been as of late finding a balance between work and personal life but also personal goals and setting goals for myself and achieving those goals um I think we put a lot of stress on ourselves and a lot of uh pressure on ourselves to achieve like these huge things and I feel like we've talked about this I think it was like in our first episode um but we set like these major life goals for ourselves when The small things are huge achievements as well. So my small goal for this week was working out and I've been working out. And so I feel good. You know, I achieved my goals. I've been closing all my rings on my Apple watch. And that is a very good feeling uh, when it goes off, when it vibrates. And then when the people that you share it with, like they comment on it and stuff like that. So (laughs) that's how I've been feeling. I've been feeling, you know, in a good space and, you know. Ty's here celebrating her Aries, but you know, that's almost over because Taurus season is upon us, you know, Us, us us earthy, you know, loving, caring people, we are, our time is coming, you know, so, you know, with that, Ty, I'll let, I'll let you take the stage.
0: Okay, um, as I almost sip my drink, um, I am, how is my heart? My heart is in chaos. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Life
0: is mm-hmm. lifing. Um and I feel like I'm in a new season of having to do things. Period. Because I'm 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 usually a person that's like I'll let things happen for me without really making a decision one way or not or another, and now I'm in a place where I have to constantly make make decisions for myself and my life and where I want it to go which is fucking scary because there's a no wrong choice there's just a choice to make um so yeah that's that's where I, that's where I'm at that's I'm figuring shit out and trying not to have fucking nervous breakdowns every other day uh, yeah I think because I have a birthday coming up and there's mm-hmm. that and It's a lot, it's a lot of shit and just living life and having dreams and needing to fund these dreams type shit. So yeah, I'm just taking it day by day, having a plan for my life and not losing my mind if that plan does not work out. Yeah. Baloney.
2: Well, well, well. Mm -hmm. It is I. (laughs) um for me I think I am unraveling at the seams (laughs) I'm fraying out um I don't want to say I have a negative outlook but I find myself asking people you know like are you afraid of death I this is very dark um I may not look like this like you know this is what I I want for myself because honestly I just want to give up I don't know if it's you know coupled working not working coupled with the fact of like a knee injury and being very limited to certain things I don't know if it's really fucking with my brain but lately it's just been like I don't want to be here like I cannot find this I know. The scenes are changing. Things are looking good in terms of weather. Everybody's looking forward to, you know, completing things and goals that they set for themselves. But for me, it's the complete opposite. Like I, I found myself like I don't I don't want to complete any goals. I, I I feel, you know, horrible for thinking this way. Like you know, is it selfish? Like that I don't want to be here anymore. That I don't want to try anymore um, I'm looking forward to that changing. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I'm looking forward to that changing. I've, uh, I've been reaching out to, um, therapists, which is fucking hard to do, to find a good one, a good therapist. Um, I've reached out to some that said five months, six months, it's, you know, that's the wait time, which is fucking ridiculous. Like, I could have killed myself, myself already. Like, what do you mean five to six months? And that's like not one person. So I'm losing hope, um, by the day as I'm not getting in contact with people. So that's, that's where I am. And like I said, I'm hoping to change it, you know, doing this podcast. I look forward to it. I look forward to talking to you guys and, and listening and, you know, just different shit that's on my, my, my mind. I'm able to speak about, um, I also find myself being very like panicked um, in very calm situations. Like now it's like, I would just go into like an anxiety attack. Like we'll be recording and I'm literally having a panic attack. You know what I mean? I find myself like, I can't speak. I can't. It's just a lot. It's, it's just a lot going. Your brain is so fucking strong and I don't understand. Like, I don't know why I can't control it because it's literally controlling me at this point. And your brain is your worst enemy. It is my worst enemy. It is my worst enemy. It's so, it's so silly. Like <laughs> we were talking about like body image and all this stuff, not to, you know, go left field, but like just in ways in which you can control your brain, you know, cause let's say I don't have confidence, which I don't. How would you know that? You know what I mean? How would you know that if I'm I, like, how would you know if it's real or not? It's what, I'm putting out she's confident I might not be. but my brain is literally stopping me from doing that. So I just I just want it to change and I just want to feel better. I just want to get a therapist. I, I want to feel better because I don't think that I can take it anymore. I can go on. I mean, you guys make me happy, but you know
0: Yeah well, I can help <laughs> you find a, I can actually help you find a therapist quickly.
2: I, thank you I, I yeah. so appreciate that because I'm yeah. losing it like nothing makes it. me happy you know yeah. I can buy all the bags I want I can do all the you know whatever I can go where I want to I work for an airline none of that shit makes me happy nothing nothing and no one would be able to see it and yeah. I have been. Mean, it, it's a fucking I feel like I'm fighting a, a losing battle mm. so I don't know yeah well the first mm-hmm. step is acknowledging. Right. You're
3: acknowledged and you are identifying, you know, the different things that you feel. Um, and you're asking for help.
2: Yeah. You're asking I, for help. Be- I'm on my knees at is, this point.
3: <laughs> that that takes a lot of strength. Right. To, to I know. That, it's hard to say.
2: And um ask for help. When I'm here recording, I'm, you know, fortunate to be by myself because uh my partner got stuck at work. So it's like I don't like talking or like expressing myself when i know that he's probably in the other room hearing this even though it's something that i share with him it's i mean it's freeing now because i'm home alone and i'm able to say exactly how i feel like i'm having panic attacks every single time i have to record panic attacks full-blown anxiety everything so it's a mixture of both anxiety and panic uh, attacks which is weird when I was younger I mean I went through a lot of shit but I didn't think that the repercussions would be now <laughs> I was fine then <laughs> I didn't think that I, I mean would...
1: you probably were never fine
2: <laughs> right <laughs> that's the truth you were never fine. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like- I guess yeah. it was just repression yeah um, you repress a lot of stuff because right now like there's a lot of time on my hands um, inter- um uh, as well as injuries so you know, growing up, you go to school, you go to high school, you go to all this shit, go at extracurricular activities, you go to work, you go to college, and then you grow up. <laughs> and then you just have a job. And in my case, you just sit home and cook and think about ending your life.
1: I mean, I think everyone, to, if this makes you feel any better, I think everyone who was battling something mentally it came to the forefront in the pandemic. I think so because, too, because like everyone had to sit down and deal mm-hmm. with themselves. Right. Some people by themselves, mm-hmm. like I live alone. Tyler's right. alone. Like literally, it's just me and my thoughts in the home. Like, so you're gonna be crazy today? Like, what the fuck's going on with you? Like, like. <laughs> so well, I mean, I going think on with
2: me too. Right now, Right, yeah, right, right like, now, I'm in a pandemic. Like my myself, right now.
1: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> this is the acknowledging it saying you need the help is that's really the most you can do point. no moment. i
2: need help and i need help
1: because life is hard girl
2: life is hard <laughs> like things that i should be elated about like you know oh so we got the house together okay well, he's looking to buy another house every day he's showing me on zillow this stuff, and i'm like my brain cannot like i cannot function Just-
1: I don't think you should think about. I mean, obviously it's either said than done. Right. But I don't think it should be things you should be. Like if you're not, you're not. There's no should be. If you were, it would. Right.
0: Yeah. That's
1: it. It's not, I should be happy about this. I'm not. So why even why think about it? Who cares? It's not, it's not doing the job, it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) What's gonna do the job is getting the help that you need.
2: Right. That's it.
1: It's not I should have a house. Who cares? That means nothing. People have houses all the time
2: that's true yeah it, i agree
3: with that yeah definitely
1: there's no should be there's none of that stuff that's that's all make-believe it's the actual it's like you're dealing with <laughs> it is make-believe it's all make-believe well don't get me started but it's really what you're actually <laughs> what you're actually dealing with and what actually brings right. you joy. not what should because if it should it would and it's not and it's not okay.
2: thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing that is what we're here for I mean you know
0: <laughs> we're here to support you through Walk it fuck it. it out
2: yeah yeah it's, it's and it's wild, a real man. feeling
0: It's like wild. everything isn't like the ideal right would be to be happy whatever happy means to you all mm-hmm. the time but that's just not yeah, possible a, you know mm-hmm. so as much as people like to highlight their happiness because it's I guess some type of it is a victory it's triumph but like Mm -hmm. the shit that you're talking about is real as well and it's just as valid then we need to talk about that more yeah
1: and and in terms of the should part like because I know people like to uh say oh well you have a job or you or you know oh you are engaged whatever right like who cares obviously (laughs) if I just told you (laughs) <laughs> that I'm dealing with these things please do not tell me about my life because I know I'm living it they're not doing it so we need to address the other thing mm-hmm. like people love to throw at you what's the good things in your life as if it invalidates what you're going through
2: well they sure do and, <laughs> and it's parents,
1: like no I'm still fucked up,
2: still fucked up. parents I, I gotta tell you they are so triggering you know my parents his parents so when I I'm like, what? Like I just told you a plethora of things that's wrong. And you're literally just focused on the wedding part. And if I do get, you know, go through with everything, I would like to elope because I don't see the the reason to you know spend thousands of dollars for y'all to eat when i'm truly not happy i mean i'm not happy to see y'all i mean y'all of my family y'all I, I don't care you know what i mean like a beautiful sunset you know maybe jump in the, the water with my wedding dress i don't know whatever i decide just the two of us no kids I mean, no nothing and
1: this is a great segue into this week's topic
2: yeah i was just saying
3: that
1: a boundaries <laughs> <It is>. because, <laughs> yeah i feel like the people who violate your boundaries the most are your family members. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they feel like they are so entitled mm-hmm. and it is like, you're the biggest problem probably in my life, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because because mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to like, even friends or coworkers, anyone that was not born, you know, blood related, you know, you've kind of made a choice to have them in your life to
2: mm-hmm. some extent
1: where your family is just by default and by default, they feel like they are owed everything: your, your time, to your space, your money, your conversation, your th- their opinions. And I feel like when people, if people are having trouble establishing boundaries, I like to start with the hardest thing first. Start with your family, because after that, everything else is easy. Everyone else mm-hmm. is a piece of cake. Once you can establish with your with your family members else can break your
0: boundaries down because them motherfuckers—they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Go to the
2: top of the mountain. Go to the top and just jump." I don't know how you down. go, to the, top of the mountain. go
0: <laughs> to the top of the mountain and then teeter your just- way down. <laughs> I mean feel your time. way down. Right? I get
2: it. You're right. You're absolutely right yeah. about that. They violate your boundaries the most. The most. Like I can speak for like Caribbean parents and. um Family members, they feel like again, like you owe you owe them something. You owe them to listen, especially your parents. You owe them because they brought you into this world. You have to listen. You're you're no longer an, an adult in their eyes. You're still a freaking child who has to obey everything they say, which is not. It's just not how that works. And then boundaries I mean uh, boundaries it leads to the severing of relationships to me sometimes in in my life whenever I said boundaries people you know are so used to breaking them that when I put my foot down then no it no means no it's oh Salone is terrible Salone's a horrible person she's this she's that but what about you what about what you're doing you you're making you're breaking my boundaries that I set for myself I respect yours But you don't respect mine, and that goes to family and partners. You know, I'm right now. I'm at war with some of my family members. But I don't give a fuck. Like you said, I don't care. I don't care. It's simple. Like when you're unhappy, literally, you don't care. Like I don't care how you feel. That's like the upside of like depression. You know what I mean? Like
3: (laughs) always a silver lining. But also, I mean, I feel like. like also when you're happy is also a time when you can set the boundaries too Mm. because it's like also Uh it's like okay it took me a minute to get here likely and i am just in this state and nobody's gonna fuck that up for me so deuces and i don't care what anybody thinks about it and yeah you can have your little opinions but don't tell me about it because i said fuck y'all and Mm -hmm. that's it at the end of the day sometimes you just gotta it doesn't even have to get to the point where it's like sometimes for other people, I should say, not saying it doesn't have to, but for people in other factions, it's just like, all right, this is where I am. And I know where I've been. I ain't trying to go back there Mm -hmm. due to y'all and what y'all are, you know, putting on me and unloading on me because of your own unhappiness and your own expectations for my life. Like I'm, I'm living it the way I choose and the way Mm -hmm. I see fit. And so I'm not going to allow, you know, family or not, like, but it is family is the it's the most difficult because it's always like, I mean, because for me, and my family, like we're we're very, very close. And so when it comes to having to like put somebody in their place because they've overstepped the boundaries that you've set for yourself, it's it's especially an older member of your family it's It's always <laughs> you know, you're disrespectful, you're don't got they shit together. rude you know yeah it's always you know and it's like and it's definitely you know because they make all these assumptions and they and they they come to their own conclusions and when you try to check them on it it's just like you're disrespectful and you're rude and but you can't have your own feelings and you you can't you you can't tell me what to do because I'm the adult and as they fail to realize it's like I am also an adult there's I'm not we're past the days of me being a teenager and me being too afraid to speak up for myself and or me not being able to or or not knowing how not having the tools yet to speak up for myself and defend myself without being disrespectful because nine times out of ten I'm not being disrespectful or the people in general who's sticking up for themselves is not being disrespectful Mm -hmm. it's just I'm saying no and so you're deeming it disrespectful I'm saying all right that's enough and now it's disrespectful when I'm just protecting myself Mm-hmm. all I'm doing is try to protect myself but you saying I'm rude because I don't want you to suck me dry anymore and I don't want you to tell mm-hmm. me all of these things you know like because it's it's from the same thing you know like when we say um uh salon, like as soon as they see oh you're getting fat I don't want that I don't exactly. want that energy <laughs> I don't you want say that I don't energy.
2: like that what do you, mean you don't like that exactly and I just saying something i not saying anything why you got to be here mm-hmm. then they switch it on you that's lighting at a fucking thousand because it's like <laughs> wait a minute you just called me i don't like it and i'm telling exactly. you can you you know maybe reword that out fucking <laughs> hard. don't say nothing at all and now exactly. i'm wrong i'm wrong oh,
3: yeah okay you can't talk back to you can't talk back to parents exactly. and because that's what it is it's always talking back as opposed to just sticking up for yourself and defending right. yourself. As always, I'm talking back. That about girl, Keito, which was very disrespectful. <laughs> <you
2: know? laughs> it's like, wait, what? Did you not realize what you just said to me?
3: Nope. No, they don't realize because they don't have a filter. They don't have any, they don't have boundaries because like, really? they didn't be set bad. boundaries for themselves.
1: I was going to say, I feel them. like people who have the biggest issue with boundaries are those that don't have any for themselves. At all. So yep. they really take yours as an offense on them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yep. how about you sit down? I actually had a conversation with someone this week something was said to me. I didn't like it. I was like, don't say that to me. And it was like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I was like, to me, it is a big deal, but the person has no boundaries. So every time I set one, it's really an attack. And it's like, it's not about, about you. I didn't say, don't say it to yourself. I said, don't say it to me. Don't say that to me. It has nothing to do with you. I would say this to anyone. Don't say these things to me, but it's like, people have no boundaries. They don't understand why you have them. Right. They think that you have them just for them. They don't understand that the boundaries are for your protection.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not that it's in defense of someone else of
2: something. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's like, no, this is how I, I, this is how I choose to go through the world with anyone. don't don't be the person that has to fight them. It doesn't make any sense. And why why are my boundaries an offense to you? Yeah. Like what what about me wanting to be treated a certain way? <laughs> is like an assault on you
2: because you have no right to stand up for yourself
1: yeah but again i think it's because these people i think who are the biggest culprits they haven't set their own boundaries so Mm -hmm. anything just happens to them anything gets said to them and they don't correct people and it's kind of like well i don't get offended or i don't say anything and it's like you should Right. And all because you don't doesn't mean I'm not going to because I have a mm-hmm. certain way I want to live my life. And like Kim was saying, like you're not going to drain me. You're not going to suck me dry. You're not going to tear me down and mm-hmm. just be la-di-da about it.
3: I agree. Right, I 100% agree. It is.
2: I, um, I was going to say uh, when I was listening to you, Asia, is that people don't, sometimes, what if you don't set boundaries because um let's say your childhood was heavily dependent on you not doing so like I was not able to stand up for myself I was not able to say I didn't like a certain thing or simple things as as food like I remember I didn't like Twizzlers and I was forced to eat it and that I mean that was my boundary I didn't didn't want Twizzlers but I, (laughs) I was forced to eat that and I was not able to speak up about it because having boundaries, setting boundaries was frowned upon. You know what I mean? Like it was a very, 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 um, needless to say, terrible childhood going through all that, you know, when my parents left and growing up with a grandmother who literally could not say anything back. What she said was, was you know, the, the ground rules was, was gold. That's it. So I find that I have a problem now with, I wouldn't say setting, but like enforcing boundaries because of how I was brought up 100%. So There's always, you know, people pleasing kind of thing, um, leaving myself undone, knowing in my heart, in my core, what my boundaries are, but not being able to set them because of what I faced as a child. So that again, has me like relearning, how to set those boundaries and how to uh, enforce those boundaries now with my family which is easier and now with my partner which is harder considerably for me so that's just
1: i think i think i mean i have been setting boundaries for years, right? Not because I was raised- to that, do is do. that is amazing.
2: That is amazing. It's
1: not because it was like, I was brought up to like say no to things or whatever, whatever. Just who I am as a person, perhaps. It's just like, I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it, right? And it's gotten, I've gotten more and more strict with it as the years have come, come on, whatever. Um, but definitely how you're brought up plays a big part in it. Like being a, a being someone that, that is a, a person pleaser.
3: Where I, you're
2: brought like, up too. Huh? Where you're brought up, I gotta, I have to. Yeah, I think, that.
1: I think your your upbringing.
2: Yeah, all where you brought, like in a different country. Yeah, <laughs> when, in America, I'm like, oh my gosh, Americans have so much freedom. My gosh, like you're able to do this, you're able to do that, you dress how you want.
1: I'll well, uh, say this: I have several friends who are American, and they don't got a single boundary in them. So, <laughs> I just, <laughs> so I do think, of course, where you live is the thingy, but also it literally is just your upbringing.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like, guess so.
1: for me, I was, for me, I was hyper-independent. So my parents can tell me no or yes. <laughs> what that created was someone who had to make, make their own decisions and create their own boundaries because it was like, you're just doing your own fucking thing as a child. Right. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was a boundary, but if it's like, if I'm in school and I don't like the teacher speaking to me this certain way and no one's going to come in and stand up for me, Yes. I gotta be the one to be like a uh, teacher. This is not okay with me. Right. 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 So I think definitely is who, who, who raised you, where you were raised, but it really mm-hmm. is universal. And I feel like, um, so I was saying, I feel like when I talk about boundaries, I've been doing this for so long, that it's something that seems very easy to me, like, duh. Right. But I do believe having several friends who have like real issues with this, it is something you have to sit down, maybe with a pen and paper and, mm-hmm. Really, work out like it's not as simple as I don't like it, so don't do it if it, if it's not that simple for you, and I think a lot of people don't take the time to find out like to really establish what they don't like being mm-hmm. said to them, done to them, what their boundaries are. they expect people to make, they expect people to set the boundaries for them like, oh, you like me, why would you say that to me? And it was like, and I like okay, for instance, like I had it I had it x two x's one ex, I would never tell him anything that bothered me because I was, and that's, so I have issues. I have so much abandonment issues. Right. So I would never tell him things that bothered me because it was like, what if I said this and he leaves me. Right. I mean, we broke up anyway, who fuck cares? But I learned from that situation. I was like, but also he doesn't know what's bothering me because he is not psychic. And if he does fuck shit and I'm not calling him out, how would he ever know what's bothering me? So then, from him on, every boyfriend I've been with, I'm like, I don't like X, Y, and Z. And if you don't like it, you, you're probably still going to violate, but at least I'm going to tell you. So then, my next boyfriend, I was very verbal about what I didn't like. And he was just like so offended by everything I did. And I was like, listen, these are my boundaries. Like, I'm not trying to make your life difficult, but you have to know what I don't like. And I just found out what I didn't like, apparently, I didn't even know things that, that were bothering me. Right. And I feel like we yeah. don't, as maybe women, I don't know. And you said like with, with, a, with a partner, I think definitely when it comes to a partner, it's like right. probably one of the hardest boundaries to set, especially yes. as women, because we have to get married and we have to have kids and God forbid this man leaves you and you got to start over. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's very important to like, if you're someone that's struggling with boundaries is to sit down and really think about what things bother you and work on like, oh shit, I don't like that. And establishing them, you know, start, if you, if you have to start soft but I think there's not enough focus on what actually is offensive to us and what and how we're being violated.
2: Mhm. <laughs> just...
0: No, I was just like no that's a that's a really interesting like that's not interesting but that's a smart way to go about it and then I was like does a boundary have to be something that bothers you right because like when I think of now boundaries within my like in my own life it's more of um it's coming from a self-care place now right because it's like okay I'm gonna have to take I have to take care of myself so things that worked for me before they're not gonna work for me now because I need to pour more into myself so -hmm. it's like um my favorite little thing is like your your emergency is not my priority Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. before your emergency was my emergency, mm-hmm. and both our houses mm-hmm. are burning, but I can't, and now I no longer can operate in that way, because now I'm like, okay, I have to take care of myself, I, mm-hmm. I need to love myself a little bit more to take care of myself, so I'm sorry, like, I can't, I may not be able to be there for you at this time, but like, I'm with you, and I pride myself on my friendships, and those are the strongest relationships in my life now, and for as long as I can remember, but it's just like now um, with me being fair to myself, setting boundaries for like, how am I able to do the things that I wanna do? And I'm like, I've never really sat down and thought about it because when I think of my boundaries that I've set, it's like, it's situational, right? Like, I think, yeah, lately it's been situational. Like you said that early Asia, like something happened to you like, oh, I didn't know this was a boundary, but like, this is not okay and Mm -hmm. this is, and sometimes you can explain why it's not okay. Um, I'm more of a, let me, let, let me let you simmer on that, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm gonna remove myself from this situation. I don't think that's healthy, because I think communication is, um, is key, but as somebody who was one hyper-independent, because I had to be, and then somebody who's still also a people pleaser because I have abandonment issues. So it's it's definitely like Salom was like you can set a boundary, but sometimes you don't uphold it because mm-hmm. like I don't want that person to leave. I don't want this. I don't want that expectation or what they think of me to change. Um, I think now it's it's it comes with age. I'm like I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like I really don't care. I like I'm not talking to a cousin two cousins and an aunt right now because of it, it's a very small thing but i'm like okay no it's it, it's it's not the issue this is my back like it's it's the respect and i'm like okay if mm-hmm. you don't respect me then you're gonna have to you know remove yourself from me and i was thinking you're you're absolutely right about starting hard because i'm like oh the only person i know that i constantly set my boundary with that boundaries with is my mother and literally my biggest trigger in my life. And it's like, I constantly have to teach you like, okay, no, you can't talk to me like that. So if you keep talking to me like that, I know I no longer respond. No, you can't do this because I don't like it. Or no, you can't do this because I feel like this is disrespectful. Like, let's not do this. Okay, if that, and you don't have to respect my boundary. Like you don't have to respect my boundary. So what I'm gonna do is I, I will remove myself from the situation and I don't have to continue with it, Um, and I've pretty much, like, I will set a boundary all my life, especially with friends, and they're just like, oh, it's how you're so, like, I feel like sometimes people weaponize your boundary against you, I think Mm -hmm. you guys also said Mm -hmm. that, like, how Mm -hmm. they weaponize your boundaries that you set against you, and I think it's so, I think it's so wild, and I don't even think it's because they don't have boundaries themselves, but they're just like, oh, no, you're not doing the things that I want you to do. It's like mm-hmm. a control thing. It's, it's really odd. Mm. It truly really is. Yeah. And now in my adult life, I'm starting to realize that something that's a boundary for me isn't necessarily a boundary for somebody else.
3: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: like, you know, say if I have like a, not arbitrary, but like if I had a boundary, like, okay, I don't like people contacting me after 10 p.m right? Like, that's just like a hard, no, don't, unless it's an emergency, don't contact me. And then I have a friend who will be like, oh, so-and-so call me at four or 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, I'm appalled because like, that's my, I'm like, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't set aside enough time for yourself. Like you need to do this. And it's like, no, that's not an issue for that person. That's an issue for me. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And then not putting my boundaries onto other people, which has been the hardest lesson for me to learn as somebody who is, a obsessive control freak and i'm like no like yes i want something better for like not better but like i'm like oh okay yeah that's not an issue for that person so mind your business like they're they're gonna Mm -hmm. handle their life the way that they're gonna do that and you step back and you know do your own thing
1: i have the same issue because i have like two people in my life that i mean in my mind they have no boundaries whatsoever and like things that happen to them i'm like this is not okay right? So I do like, so now when I talk to them, I do try to speak less in general terms. I'll say, well, I, or I feel like not that the whole world agrees with me, but they probably should, but I do try to make it about me as opposed to saying like, they're wrong because I, this is how I choose to live, live my life. But I do feel like maybe they haven't established those boundaries. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's it make not clear. yeah, I don't, so, so, I, I, I was just saying like, I mean, I have a rule about Sundays. Sundays, I don't wanna be on the phone with any, any person. Like you can text me, you can voice note me, but I don't wanna have a single phone call on Sundays. I don't wanna leave my house on Sundays. And that was like a real push for some people. Like the, the, my exception is doing podcast stuff. I'm like, okay, I have to gather my nine to five, so make the sacrifice. But like, I don't wanna do anything on Sunday because I work Monday through Friday and I hate my job. And I need a day of like just pure silence to go into the next day. And people were like, but why? Why do you need a whole day? And I was just like,
0: <laughs> the fuck? Because I do. I don't know. Like I, like- <laughs> I know people. I feel no. like I have said Because I, no, I had to realize that was your boundary. Because, like, whatever. I speak to Asia all day, every day. And I would, and, you know, like, some conversations just flow. And then on Sundays, I would like, damn, what is taking this bitch so long to so respond? What the fuck is going on? And then I was like not like duh bitch she's t-. like like every time I'm like, like voice note you guys something you're like oh just wake up from my nap and I'm like damn this bitch nap a lot like what the <laughs> fuck is on but then I realized and I was like no bitch literally I'm at home doing the same thing right <laughs> I'm literally at home doing the same fucking thing dying and I'm like just because I don't mind talking to you. Doesn't mean the other way around. I'm like, the other way right.
2: Right. it doesn't right. have to be reciprocated.
0: Yeah, it, right, exactly. Right. I'm like, no, because like, but no, that's not how it works.
2: But at least you have that that, you know, that ability to turn it inwards and be like, okay, okay, this is her boundaries. Some people are literally the they will give you pushback about yeah. your boundaries. She don't want to fucking talk on Sundays. That's it. I mean, i gonna call. <laughs> you ain't got to answer.
1: I one time. I was like, "Salone, it's Sunday. Why are you calling?" And I me? said, "So, <laughs> what is happening? Let's make this quick. Let's yeah. make this quick." But at least you made an exception. I was confused. You, <laughs> be like, you know what I mean? Like, and I know, you I know. This I, must be necessary because it, you know what's going on. It, like, it, it absolutely
2: was not necessary. <laughs> None of my calls are necessary. <laughs>
1: But um, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I am working on that as a control freak as well. Like, okay, if that's not your boundary, all right.
2: That's yeah, so, so be it.
1: <laughs> okay, if it feels like it should be, but <laughs> I'll fall back. Yeah, I don't want to back. One hundred percent. Because what if their boundary is
3: people no boundary. not
1: being in there? Like people not somehow help, help live their lives. But what, what if that's their boundary,
3: <laughs> their boundary is unsolicited advice. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, so uh, like, I don't no, want it <laughs> because I don't want to
2: violate. Right. But then
3: it's also just like, okay. <laughs> All right. But, I, well, I, think be
2: but I think you should do be
3: better. But that's and that's when you stop talking.
2: That's when you start talking. Like, you know, as Asia and Thai, I too am not talking to several of my family members. And it doesn't bother me not one bit. I am actually less stressed. Yeah when I because you know this particular one she calls me and um it's always an issue that she has with someone else and when I you know go down the list I'm like well you have a problem with this person that person that per- have you ever thought it was you like it, it's you it's literally you you know n- not saying everybody else doesn't have their own issues to second the third but When you are the common denominator in every single one of your relationships, be it friendships, be it, you know, family, it's you. And I have brought myself to, you know, I've always been the one on her side, you know, looking at her side of things, which also is very draining because now I have to listen to, you know, what's happening with that friend, this friend, this sister, that brother, it's a lot so it's my life has been very very quiet um calm you know depression still but very quiet calm when not dealing with her issues so that boundary that I set from myself uh March 3rd it has been wonderful Uh, it has been yes, boundary it has anniversary. anniversary. It has, boundary thank you, anniversary. Right. thank you, <laughs> thank you. And I hope they're watching this now. You
0: <laughs> have to also like because I've I've had people in my life who they like to call you to complain. Yes, actually, I was the person that people would constantly call because they mm-hmm. wanted to complain because mm-hmm. I'm a good listener, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I will always like at the end of those conversations I'll be like so drained Drained. so drained and then I what I had to do because I was like okay I still value this person like bullshit aside I still value this person in my life so what I did was like constantly my boundary was like pivoting the conversation every mm-hmm. time there was a complaint like no we're gonna we're gonna switch our dynamic to something else like yeah it's and there was a point in my life where I would talk, like, I would talk about everybody under the sun. And then I'm like, first of all, that's why I play it off. I'd rather talk about, like, ideas, ideals, like, other shit. How so to I have to like, right. So, right. what I did was, like, constantly just, like, pivot the conversation. So, we're not, okay, oh, someone at work did that. Oh, isn't work crazy? Like, that? Like you... so, after a while, they realize, like, oh, okay, I'm not going to call Ty to complain. Right. And then I would also tell people like there's nothing in the world that i hate worse than somebody who's always fucking complaining it's Bro. it's a downer it's a
2: downer it is a freaking downer especially when you're down and then you have to be the fucking strong person for that for that person it's just fucking annoying yeah, so no, again to, huh
0: they love to be like oh you're the strong friend no yes man, you never allow Take me a strong
2: friend right but you, you never allow on.
0: me the space to talk and right. also share my pain
2: as no well. Cause it's always about them and what yeah, they're right. going through. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to call anybody out again. again. I don't know who's listening or looking, but let's say you're always complaining about a relationship over and over. And it's been maybe, I want to say almost a year of complaints. Okay. Let me pose this to you guys. Um, what are the boundaries uh, that one has when two people who are coming into a relationship or a situationship but don't want anything from it just sex but now one person has changed their mind and now wants to be in a relationship like do you feel like the person who doesn't want the relationship feels like maybe you're breaking a boundary yeah because I had a like I I had this question posed to me today she's like well he doesn't want one but I want one but I'm like well you guys decided on just being in a situationship but now you want more so i do believe that you are breaking that boundary
0: yeah
1: and i
2: just wanted y'all's take on that being that we are speaking on on this topic today
1: i think (laughs) okay the woman in me
2: Mm -hmm. is like
1: fuck that nigga because men will tell you they don't want anything with you but be your whole fucking husband Mm-hmm. So, you know, and this goes back to your, your mind playing tricks on mm-hmm. you and your feelings and how they, they're never on the same page, it seems, because it's like, yes, you did tell me, yes, we spoke about it and we agreed. We want something casual where it's just sex, but then you're doing things that are, to me, more than just a casual thing. This feels mm-hmm. like you might love me. I might, I think I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, we did. Have, so it's like, okay, if that's not fair to play on someone's emotions like that, Right. But on the other hand, like from a very logical standpoint, um, like for me, for instance, I'm not dating cause I don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't have the time mentally or physically to engage in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But would I be okay with having someone who I cuddle up with talk on the phone except Sundays for long hours with <laughs> do lots of couple like things with without having to be committed to them? Yes. Is that fair and we agree? Yes. If this person starts to feel like, Oh, well, so I think she wants more. And I'm like, no, then it's like, I did tell you, no. So despite what I've been doing <laughs> at no point, did we rediscuss this? And did I say, yes, I said, no, I didn't come up to you and be like, actually you changed my mind. I said, no, it's always been, no, but mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this level of companionship. And it's like men also, I think, I mean, women do it too, but I mean, yes are well, hetero here so i feel like it feels like men do it more where they they say they don't want it but then they they but men also like companionship and i feel like of we, course yeah i feel like because they're such fuck niggas, we feel like they don't. Well, they do. Men love cuddling. Men love, men love jonesing on the phone. They love all that shit too.
3: Of course. And men and love I, to gossip. They it, love to do all I love, that. Man. I,
1: I love a man that gossips. I mean, I'm like, how was work? Where was Henry? I love that shit. Right? So I, I love a man that gossips. Um, So I feel like it's not fair for someone to, you know, change the contract. hmm and get upset that the contract wasn't, you know, that the, the, the new contract isn't being signed. We agreed okay. on this.
2: Okay, but what I about? Okay.
0: There were multiple boundaries already crossed before she even got to the
1: point. Exactly.
2: Where she you know what I mean? Yep. The
0: boundaries were already, I think, when people are in situationships, there are moments where you're like, well, is it all right with me? And then you're like, oh, I'll just go with the flow. That was your boundary. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That was your boundary. Cause if we just fucking, we just fucking now whether or not I'm to allow you to stay tonight or not, or maybe pull up them drawers and your Uber's outside. You know what I'm saying? Like it it's boundaries like that, they're so subtle, but they're constantly
2: being mm-hmm. pushed
0: yep. and moved, you know, the the goal line pushed away.
2: I, I just feel bad. Um, and again, I, I hate listening to it. Because it, my take on it is the same. Just remove yourself from, from the situation. You want more. He wants less. You know, he, he's he's meeting your family. Uh, you know, all this other stuff and being introduced, exactly. and and then mm-hmm. and then he's also fueling the fire as to what to introduce me as. Like I, introduce me to your family as your man. So it's like, how could you know? I can see how the lines are being so fucking. Oh, no, blurred that's and movies. obscured
0: yeah fighting
2: like the fuck out of her yeah, exactly. yeah i was just about while to say, talking yeah. to people so and she cannot speak to anyone because he will lose his fucking shit but he's you know chilling with you know jane sarah mary and everybody else
0: just give him toxic.
2: so just give him yeah, you got to get them
0: boundaries evaluated
2: or set right
0: I- yeah
2: they're draining. This is draining. To me. You know what I've,
1: I've learned-, learned? Go ahead. It's like, because I've I've done this too. It's like people people are so under the impression that the more boundaries I take away, the more you'll love me. No, it only lets you know I could treat you like shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, and it's it's such it's such you have to like tell yourself manually, like, no, the more I give does not mean the more I get that is not how it works. It's so hard. We are, hard, it is hard are so convinced the more we give, the more we get. No, yeah. no, 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 no. If you're not getting, you're not going to, you're not going to start getting.
2: <laughs> like, exactly. And that's, be and that's what I say. I say that all the time. Cause it's like, you're, it, <laughs> you're giving, giving, giving. You're not getting anything. You're never going to get anything else from this person and the minute you decide that you're going to walk away is when they pull up their socks not even full just halfway just enough to fucking <laughs> reel you back in like this is what's been happening for more than a year now and I'm like you know it's just it's too much it's, it's too much I don't want to listen to it anymore and today when we were talking about you know the topic was boundaries I'm like this is it I am no longer speaking about this I have nothing else to say concerning this topic because everyone has a brain of their own and you know you're going to do what you always do the opposite of what I say or what I think anyway so obviously you don't respect me clearly so um I don't think it's about not respecting you um
3: (sighs) I feel like people just need to learn for themselves at the end of the day Mm -hmm. people just gotta learn for themselves because I've definitely been that friend like I've definitely been that friend that's complaining about this, that, and a third. And I, but I didn't do anything to change it. So it's like, I've definitely been that friend where my best friend was just like, All right, bitch, enough is enough. Like, I am not, you know, like dealing with that. And I, I don't want to, you can't keep complaining about stuff that you're not willing to change. And I'm not saying that you should say this to this person <laughs> because some people respond differently to, mm-hmm. you know, that tough love type of thing. But, it, you know, boundaries, self respect, it's all, you know, Two sides of the same coin type of thing. You're like you're setting this self, this, this level of protection and this, is this layer of protection, I should say, mm-hmm. for yourself. It be oh. albeit, you know, like in relationships with from you know, partners or friends or family. Like it's it's all just about respecting yourself and loving yourself enough to know, like, I, right, this is my limit. This is the point where I'm just like, I right, we're gonna stop.
0: Yeah. Because I Like like, Asia, you said about like your friend and you're like, I feel like you should have more boundaries and then so long you're going through that. I'm like, at what point should you point out to someone else that maybe they need to establish boundaries for themselves? I think when it's the constant complaining, like I'm,
1: as I improve myself every day, like I'm still in the place where like, I mean, also right now I'm just depleted. I'm depleted. I don't have a lot in me. Um, so I'm, I have like some friends that call with the same complaints, like Sloan was saying. And like, I literally can't take it because I'm very much like, I'm some, I don't like to be uncomfortable. Right. So I am going to always try and fix the problem. Especially if I see a way out, I'm like, Oh, simple block them. (laughs) Anyone knows me (laughs) block them is my, I will tell you to block anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm -hmm. I will say block them. Your mom blocker pastor block them so when i see when i see someone having like a a a issue that to me is easily fixed and i'm like you know the first time i'll be like oh yeah you just block them right and it's like next week yeah the same it's like it's the same story it's like this is this deja vu because we had the same conversation last week i'm i at that point i'm like listen I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> like you've got to set some boundaries. Like you've got to do this thing. And, and if they keep doing it right now, I'm in a place where I'm just like, I'm not going to even address it. I don't want, I'm answering the phone because I already know what it's going to be about and I'm energy for it. But I would like to be in a place where I can be like, okay, let's, I don't know, like tell them, I, I don't know. I don't know what would be the alternative to just not responding anymore. I'm sure there's something, but it's like my boundary is you not draining me with the same issue you refuse to fix right
2: right? and I definitely said I would discuss that today on the podcast because I'm like oh boundaries so this was a question that was um posed to me and that's why I brought it to you guys so if she's looking listening set some boundaries girl I told you today I just want to say one more thing
1: I feel like we are all discussing this, like like like, like we discussed earlier about uh, our upbringing, and I feel like um, like I say like your family, the family, is your, your first bullies and stuff like that. I feel like they're the first people who teach you to not have boundaries, and I feel like that's where this all has to start because your family. Like one thing about me, like I'm I'm not a hugger, like I'm just not a hugger. I'm not I'm not into hugs. Maybe can't wait like, to hug you. Huh?
2: Nothing.
1: I'm just not into hugs. I'm just not into it. I mean, I have, you know, that's my thing, whatever. And I just remember like being a child and having to like hug all these people and like say hi to these people all the time. And what it did to me was make me like completely shut off towards it. I remember uh, the first boyfriend who called out, he was like, I hug him like we're church friends. Cause I would like stretch my arms out and stick my butt out. And he's like, we have sex. Why are you hugging me? Like, you don't want to touch me. And I was just like, am i
3: crazy
1: <laughs> is something wrong with me he's like yeah it's weird and i was like you know probably goes back to being forced to hug people for the last uh, 20 years of my life <laughs> and now i have and now i'm an adult and i can say no and i'm you know but i'm not because you're my boyfriend and now i'm confused and it's like it starts with like like my cousin uh you know my, my cousin was visiting last week she has a baby and that baby has mad boundaries and it's weird because she's a baby and I want to just like hug her and sister in my but I'm trying to respect her. She's too, but I'm gonna respect her boundaries. When she pushes me away, I'm like, you got it, you got it. I'm not, I'm not gonna hug up on you, I'm not gonna kiss upon you, because we need to establish with children they have boundaries so mm-hmm. that they're not fucking 40 years old trying to figure out situationships.
0: And I'm all about like setting boundaries. Like I think the easiest boundaries for me to set now after the pandemic is workplace boundaries. I will go mm-hmm. on an interview and I will tell you all the things that I am not doing mm-hmm. and all the things that I'm not interested in. And before, oh my God, I would never, I'm, I would literally say anything to get the job. Like, oh, sure, you want me to uh, tap dance in the rain? No, okay, yeah. Uh, you want me to wash the windows? Okay. And now I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm not interested in working in a toxic environment. I'm not interested in working in this kind of management style. I would like to get paid this amount of money. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think, and it's it's truly it's boded well for me lately. Which is wild. But I'm like, oh, this is what happens when you establish boundaries mm-hmm. with your like what and it's also uh it also goes into like setting your expectations for like what, mm-hmm. what it is that you want. So I think we all should set more boundaries than ours. <laughs> Don't go overboard though. But like do your like do your thing. Like and I feel like the workplace is a, a easy place to start if people don't want to start mm-hmm.
2: with like their family yeah and, yeah, and also sure. have no regrets about your boundaries right that's, like, that's a, yeah like that's those are your boundaries this is this is yeah people bend. shouldn't make you, you feel my peace, make,
3: like people shouldn't make you feel bad about right setting but,
2: your boundaries
3: about you the boundaries that you set
0: yourself because right, mm-hmm. the alternative mm-hmm. is they're happy and you're miserable
1: exactly
3: yes. Exactly, like, yes.
0: you're the one left
1: dealing with yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. What them. I said. they done right. did they
1: shit. and you're now you're laying <laughs> in the bed, feet to the ceiling, yes, trying to figure out how the fuck this happened. How did we
0: get here today?
2: Yes, <laughs> leaving yourself undone, yeah, right? People pleasing,
0: so be like Sonia's two year old little cousin. Yeah.
3: Listen, <laughs> all these Molly Molly
0: Molly don't.
2: Yeah, but talking about nothing. She says no. Pandemic babies. She is not with it. I
3: love it. Right? Pandemic babies.
2: Pandemic, That's baby. Like, pandemic right? babies they are just like, what? What are you I talking about? To like feet. you, know I, 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 need you to,
3: I need you to abide by that six feet. Thank you. Keep right. that, keep keep that way. Because I also have a baby cousin. She she don't play that. She's like, why are you touching <laughs> me? <Yeah. laughs> why are you walking towards me? I don't understand. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh <laughs> yes. Here's the setting boundaries, y'all
2: yes right <laughs> yes i just want to um, before
1: as we wrap up i want to just like you know challenge our listeners one like salone mentioned earlier we have a new voice note um so you leave us voice notes that will play it on air exciting but also like you know challenge yourselves to sit down and maybe write like write like literally write down five boundaries you want to set or people you want to set boundaries with and then you know you have have your rest of your life to figure it out, but maybe spend the next few months like working through the list. There's no rush, but like slowly checking off boundaries, you know, go hard to hard to easy, easy to hard, whatever you want to do and actually put work into these boundaries and do
0: not expect people to respect boundaries you haven't set.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Ask yourself why. I think that's a really good question to find that internal Mm -hmm. why your energy reader of like, <laughs> <laughs> of like, what is actually going on underneath all of that. Because right. a lot of the times, like, it's really good to know the root of, because I think a lot of times where there's a boundary, sometimes there's trauma. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, You're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's and fact. Just the it's, it's, fact. I'm sorry? I was just saying that's a fact. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Just clarify. Just, uh, why, why are you setting those boundaries? Like Ty said, like what, I mean, what needs to be different? Like, what do you feel needs to be different with you? Like, why are you setting those boundaries? Um, what trauma are you dealing with? Um, I don't know. I, just think, getting- I think this-
1: also is good. is good. Cause I'm sure someone's going to say, I don't have trauma, but we all do. Cause there's no way to live without it, without it. But the, the boundary could be from a hill trauma you've healed right. and you're not going back. So now you have mm-hmm. the boundary. So don't only think of it as a trauma you're dealing with. It could be something you, you already overcame. Right. And now you're like, Ooh, that was not for me. Right. And now you're, you're, you're continuing to, to walk in a peaceful place.
2: Yep. And that's yeah. part of, you know, getting clarity too. getting clarity is the, it's the first step to, you know, understanding why you're setting these boundaries in the first place. So that's inside to you inside to me you know will we still be friends after this if not fuck you i'm still good
0: <laughs> it have to be a fuck you it just has to be uh
2: i know i know i'm
0: sorry
2: i'm sorry it just
0: didn't work out babe
2: it didn't work out friendship relationship family it just didn't work out
0: listen i love to set a boundary and bounce i'm learning I feel like silence is the best way to teach somebody mm-hmm. or absence Absence is a good way to teach somebody. I agree.
2: Mm-hmm. If they, yeah.
0: if if they have the foresight to like look within and be like, why? Right. So and then it can also like garner like a um a conversation because then the person will be like, oh, so like, why are you and I answer my calls no more? Then that's your opportunity to be like, well, I don't like this thing that you do, and there
1: we we'll go. Hopefully, they
2: don't take it, you yeah. know, as an attack on them.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone knows this about me when I'm upset, like if we're, if I don't like to argue with people cause I just don't have it in me. And also like, I don't like to say things when I'm upset. Cause I feel like people, people say wild shit when they're mad that you cannot. Take back. <laughs> and I, I'm always like, do you understand? I will never forget that you said that to me. I will never forget what you said to me in the heat of the moment. And I will say some fuck shit also. So I just prefer to retreat until like I'm calm. And I have thought my, and I have thought, first of all, let me think maybe I'm wrong but if we're going back and forth, I can't even see that I'm, I'm wrong because I'm just trying to defend myself in this heat of the argument. So one of the things I always do when I'm having like something, something serious happens, I will just all the way fall back. And I'll just think about it for a few days. I may have a whole think take going on to figure out what to do next. And I feel like mm-hmm. people, as <laughs> alone knows, had a situation last a few years ago, people take that silence <laughs> as like an assault also. And like, and it's like, no, no, trust me, trust me. If I wanted to assault you, I'd be talking to you. Right. I'm doing us both a favor by not speaking to you. Trust me, trust me. Like right. Right. believe believe that our relationship is strong enough to bounce back. Right, cause like, cause we will. Talk about
0: it. Cause that actually happened in this triangle right here. <laughs> Well, I was mad at you for setting your boundary because your boundary got me into some shit that she was mad at me about that I had nothing to do
2: with. And it's so but, crazy cuz it was literally uh, I still don't even know what the fucking problem was. I mean, it
0: doesn't I mean, does it it doesn't matter. matter.
2: And, and 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 this is what happens when the silence was cut, Is it, it it was never spoken about again. So to this day, don't ask me what what happened.
1: Day. Maybe we'll talk about it after this episode, Saloni. I
0: don't even need
3: to. Perfect.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, like it's it's a thing that, and it silence is a teacher. I don't care what anybody says. Like, ignoring people, is, I'll probably have to work that out later in, in therapy, but, like, it does teach people, one, how to treat you, and two, even if the relationship is enough if it's worth it all mm-hmm. it is yeah it is because some people will be like oh i didn't speak to you because x y z and i'm like well i didn't notice we can <laughs> go back and it's no shade but like like do your thing no. i'm never gonna be upset with you because if i did something to you you didn't like it like by all means i'm tr- like throw me away mm-hmm. live yes. life. yeah yes. live your life as happily as you can like it's like Trust me, I get it. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do, babe. Yeah,
2: throw me away, like you said. (laughs) Don't bother me none.
0: (laughs) Put me in the trash. (laughs) But make sure
1: this to you, Ty. I was saying, like, I mean, as I I travel down my existential crisis of what is life and is it real and yada yada, I'm like, the truth is, like, we are all the main characters in a one-man show and no one else got the script to our show. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to have these like crossover episodes. (laughs) But we are different fucking shows. Sometimes it meets, (laughs) but for the most part we're literally just living our own Mm -hmm. lives. And it's like, if you wanna make these crossover episodes work, it takes so much communication. And that's also part of setting boundaries. Like we need to talk. That's the boundary I have, that we need to communicate with each other. Yeah.
2: After your, your prolonged silence. <laughs> well, before. Also, let me
1: say this. I'm also now, where I am is I'm no longer setting boundaries like as a reaction, right? Because mm. I feel like that's also how things get misunderstood. Like, oh, you're, you're just mad. That's why you're saying this. And it's like, no, oh my gosh, no. This is how I feel all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have told you. <laughs> I should have told you in a, in, a, in, a, in a good mood, I don't like this thing. Because now that I'm upset, you think it's situational. No, no, I don't like this in any time of my life. So I'm also working on is setting boundaries up front. Hey, this is what you should know about me. Mm -hmm. You violate, you're going to find out. But I want you to know now when things are great with us, what I don't like. Right. As opposed to we're yelling, we're cursing, I'm answering your phone call. And you're like, oh, she's just mad. No,
0: no,
3: Right.
0: I don't like that period. Makes sense. I'm fighting the urge to be messy, so I think we should end it. <laughs> Cause I was about to say, like, is there a time where what any one of us crossed your boundary and you're like, what the fuck?
1: No, I mean even when me and Sloan weren't speaking, it wasn't a it wasn't a boundary. Okay. It wasn't I a
2: boundary. I wouldn't I, you know. Okay. okay. Here we go. Right.
1: Is, that's extended version of the episode. This is what's going what on. What the hell? What What? am I on?
2: What? Stop the recording.
1: All right, guys. This is getting too juicy. So we're going to take a pause. You got to come back next week to hear about um, me and Saloni's beef. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Thank you for listening this week. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.